What is up, everybody? We are back once again with another podcast, this time with a slight name change. Uh, we are now at the Views from the Sideline, as opposed to the D podcast. Um, I'm here, as always, with Daniel, and uh, we have Mitch on for today. And it's been an absolutely insane week, I have Thanks. to say. Um, so let's just jump right into it. We start out with the NBA draft, which was uh, last week. Um, Paulo Bancaro goes first to Orlando. Chet Holgreen goes second to OKC. And Jabari Smith goes third to Houston. So those were kind of the three big um, decisions that we, I think we talked about earlier too, where who's going to go first, who's going to go second, and who's going to go third. So any initial thoughts on that draft order? Did anybody make any mistakes or was it kind of expected? I personally did not expect it. I mean, I mean, I don't watch college basketball as much as, you know, average people are um, watching it. But I mean, in my opinion, I just thought based on the current situation, I, I mean, I heard reports that Mo Bamba would be going somewhere, but then, and then so that that would get Chet and it would be like Jalen Suggs, Chet, they would play together like they did. And then you would have Cole Anthony, but again, Bonchero, Anthony, and then, um Jalen Suggs like it's looking like I mean I they're still in in my opinion this year they're still going to be in the rebuilding process and then with Chet going to OKC I think it's actually good for OKC um because as I don't think they have a big like forward center except for Darius Basley um and then Javari Smith to Houston I mean every, I mean you, you don't know what's going to happen until they step on the court and they play so I don't know like I don't, yeah. What do you guys think? You guys are probably better college guys than I am, honestly. I'm a big Jabari Smith guy. I think he should have gone first overall. He's who I had going first overall. I think he's easily the most well-rounded player of those top three, um, even more so than probably Bancaro. I think Shet Holmgreen is going to be a bit of a um, – he's the one I'm probably the most um, most excited to see. But then again, I think – he is he's got a bit of a low floor i feel like he could go things could go pretty pretty bad with him if he doesn't settle in real quickly and i am one of the believers that his size is a bit of an issue i mean you can't look at someone who's 7 195 pounds and think that he's not going to get you know he's he's not going to get thrown around a little and i think the summer league is going to be a little bit telling i feel like if he's he should be playing on that OKC summer league roster, and that is probably his first taste of NBA caliber talent, and it's going to that's definitely going to probably paint the picture for the entirety of his rookie season on whether or not he can, um, you know, he can battle pretty much in the paint and use that size and still be able to block shots in amongst with the, you know, pretty much in among the trees, pretty much in the NBA. Yeah, but I, I think one thing about this draft, at least more than I would say the past 10 years or so, this is the one where it's kind of been really exciting to see who's going to go top three, like what order is going to be like. I feel like there's been a consensus number one usually. There's good like Anthony Edwards, we knew he was going one. Zion, we knew he was definitely going one. Um, even people like Ben Simmons, we kind of knew they were going. So there haven't been that many surprises. But here, when they drafted Ben Caro, like a lot of people thought Holmgren was going one. Um, Mitch, you obviously thought Jamari Smith. So I think it's really interesting to see like which team makes the right decision. Uh, let's say two years from now, um, where where we'll see how where all three of these players uh, are in their careers. But I definitely think 
just like you said, Chet Holmgren has the most questions of surrounding um, how he's going to do. It's that that size, just how light he is. I I, I got to think that he's going to get injured. He's going to be dealing with injury, um, yeah. with with like knee issues and uh, and injuries throughout his first year. Um, I, I've got that's got to be a thing. I mean, it's definitely crazy because he's what seven foot one, right? He's one hundred ninety five yeah. pounds. I'm six foot two, one hundred fifty five pounds. Like. 40 pound difference, a foot difference is crazy. So like definitely like he needs to work on his size, especially because he's not going to be the one shooting three pointers all game. He's going to be the one who's going to go for the dunks, the blocks, and he's known for his blocks shots. And I think his height does give him an advantage, but he definitely, if he had the size, I think Jabari Smith provides a good example about that because he's big and he also has decent size. Um, and then, I mean, I know Mitch, you're a big Pistons fan. I mean, we saw um, Jaden Ivey go to the Pistons. I was exceptionally happy with that. Yeah, what do you think about, you know, Jaden Ivey and Kate Cunningham forming a new duo? I think that's, that was exactly what I wanted from the start of the draft. There was a bit of speculation that he was going to go at four ahead of Keegan Murray, and I am so glad that he dropped. And I think he's going to fit right in. He's pretty much um, – he's extremely athletic. You know, I think he's kind of in the similar build to kind of like a John Moran. He really, he's a high flyer, you know, he'll, he's not really afraid of making the acrobatic plays, the acrobatic moves. I mean, he's got to work a little bit on his three point shooting, but I mean, so did Cade coming in this year, the entire team has to work on three point shooting. That's a whole other story, but I feel like they did exactly what they should have done. And they're pretty much ensuring their backcourt to be probably at the top of the league within the next five years. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. Yeah, and, and what do you think about, like, the Kemba Walker deals and then all the deals they had with the Knicks? Like, I think those oh, are um, – Yeah, I mean, the acquisition of Alec Burks and Nerlens Noel, I mean, you know, they're role players. It's not the worst thing in the world to add to the roster, but then again, they got rid of – I was very upset they got rid of Luca Garza. They cut him. They also cut Carson Edwards. Not, I wasn't happy with either of those. I think they had a lot of potential, and they kept around – they signed Marvin Bagley – to another deal, um, three years, 30-something million. Um, so I think they also got Jalen Duran though. So it's going to be interesting how they shuffle around Jalen Duran, Nerlens Noel. I don't know if they still have Kelly Olenek. They also have Isaiah Stewart. So it's going to be – they're going to try out, I think, a bunch of different rotations in that front court and see just kind of what sticks because each of them have their flaws. Isaiah Stewart is undersized. He could probably play – he's probably better suited playing the four – I think Jalen Duran is the most upside out of all of them, obviously. I love his tape. He's a big shot blocker, actually, in comparison to Andre Drummond. Um, but, you know, I like where this roster is going. I mean, would have been nice to keep a little bit more of the, you know, the youth around, the youth talent that they had. Um, yes, of course. Do they still have some, like Saban Lee? Of course. But, you know. We'll see how things pan out. And with the Kemba Walker deal, I mean, the buyout is a buyout. I don't know exactly how much it was to be for certain, but frankly, I wasn't – whether or not he stayed with the team wasn't exactly a concern of mine. I feel like, you know, coming off the bench anyways, I feel like where the team is now, it's – I would rather have Ivy log the minutes than Kemba. Yeah. But, you know, that's just me. Yeah, I think I think the Pistons were definitely one of the winners of this draft overall. Um, having Ivy fall the fifth, I think was great. I, I don't know what the Kings are doing with with their draft board, but hey. 
that's yeah. Sacramento for you. But yeah, I think Murray was probably the next best forward. But you know. yeah, but the Kings are like acquiring so many role players. I mean, with free agency, like not even like a day in, and there's so many deals, and the Kings oh are acquired. The Kings have acquired. I mean, I think we can just talk about it now. Like the trades. I mean, we have so many. I mean, it's what twenty, like not like twenty-one hours in, and yeah, it hasn't even been a day yet. Yeah, and it's gonna be it's gonna be even more and more deals going, um, but I mean I think starting we can start off with a few of like the guys who resigned because there's just so many. I mean, you have Jokic, Jokic, lots of money, largest deal in NBA history, super max extension. You had Cat and Devin Booker sign on whatever something max extension. Um, Harden is negotiating on a five year extension. Patty Mills resigned. Westbrook is somehow Bradley back. Beal. Bradley Beal, Irving opts in, um, but there's a lot of controversy about that. I mean, Ja resigned on a four-year deal. So, I mean, I think the overall thought is that, like, these guys are – I mean, I think with, like, Ja, Cat, Booker, obviously the guys who play with, like, the better teams, obviously they want to keep going. And I think the Grizzlies are, have a lot of potential in the future because they're super young and Ja Morant's only going to get better and better. Um, and then, I mean, we talked about the Kings before the Kings got Malik Monk, which, I mean, me, we discussed this on our earlier podcast. We talked, we, 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 you know, we all, we don't the Lakers, the Lakers sucked this year. I mean, they didn't make the play in, um, you know, we thought that Malik Monk was one of those players that actually was had a bright spot with LeBron. Um, and he's also pretty young, but they go, he goes to the Kings for two years. He reunites with Fox. So like Aiken Richard, I mean, I know we, we discussed it. I remember that about Malik Monk. So what do you think about it? I mean, even though it's a small deal. Um, I don't really know. I think, I think it's good that the Kings got him, but I don't think he's, if I was Malik, I'd try and stay in LA because I don't think the Kings are going anywhere past the 10th seed this year uh, with their current roster. I know they, they have a new head coach. They got a bunch of role players. Um, Keegan Murray's obviously coming in, but I don't. I don't see them doing anything crazy. So for Malik Monk, I would just. I would have stayed with the Lakers or tried to sign with a. Con- it's not the Lakers that he got let go, but they. They if they can get Kyrie, I mean, I don't even. I wouldn't even think about Monk anymore. Um, if you can, if you could get Kyrie for Westbrook, uh, then I don't even think it matters that they let him go. Um, but I think now we should talk about some of these big, big moves or potential moves that are going to be happening uh, in the next few weeks. The first one being my good friend, Kevin Durant um, (laughs) decided, you know, that he wants to go to the Raptors like, like four days, four days after Kyrie Irving literally resigns, like Kyrie is locked up. He's coming back. Um, You have your same team. You got Seth Curry, you have Joe Harris coming back from injury. You have Nick Claxton. You have the team from last year. That was the one seed at one point. Um, and he's like, okay, no, I actually, I'm just going to leave. I want to trade. Like, I don't understand why he decided to request one now. Because it, it, I'm just like, just think about it. So he got the team that he wanted. He requested, he wanted Kyrie to get the deal. He signed. They both signed with the Nets. They got Harden. Harden didn't work out. So, you know, they got good compensation for it. They got a bunch of first-round picks. They got Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons might be coming back next year. Um, I don't know if Katie forgot that he existed. But, <laughs> like, uh, literally, um, so he's like, all right, let me request a trade from a team. Okay, 
I don't think Katie understands that the Nets are actually in a pretty good position. Like they've just been destroyed by injuries. Um, 2021, when they played that Buck series, they were going to go up 3-0. Kyrie gets injured. They lose in seven. They lose because KD's foot size is like one too big. Right. But I think, but, but, like, honest, but my, my point is that, like, I can understand why KD did it because just, just look, I mean, I, in my opinion, I don't have an opinion, really. I'm not a Nets fan. The only thing is, like, he's going to the Raptors, which is all good. But, <laughs> but, but uh, what happened with him, I mean, you looked at it, right? He's in the game. He's scoring 30 points a game and a little bit less, obviously. They're the one seed. He gets injured and they fall. And they had Irving. I mean, Irving may have been, I mean, yeah, he was actually missing home games by that time. But, I mean, Kevin Durant's injured. Their whole team collapses. I think this year, having Ben Simmons, I mean, you don't know if Ben Simmons is going to be really, really good or he's going to, like, be the worst player in the NBA. So, like, you, you don't know. But, I mean, I would understand why he left because he's frustrated. They got swept by Boston, and they weren't even injured. Like, okay, Joe Harris, but Joe Harris was out for the entire year. Um, so honestly, he just, I, I have a feeling Kevin Durant wants to just win a ring and he, he wants, I mean, he's getting older. He's like Curry's age and I don't know. Well, well, if he wanted to win a ring, why would he leave the Warriors in 2019? Like you're literally on the most stacked team of all time. Why not because, run it back because, for three years? Because they, their hearts got broken and they lost to the Raptors. I know, but like, it, it's so stupid. <laughs> like he, he, what he's saying doesn't make any sense. Like he's like, or what he's thinking. I don't. I feel like no, but, I, but like, like he was he he was injured. He had an Achilles injury. Or yeah, yeah. Well, so, so, he, so he was, he was, but he was going to be out for the entire year. So yeah, he would. But, he, he probably thinks that the wars are going to get worse over the year. I know, but what do you like? Here's the thing. If you, I'm, I'm talking about the Nets this year. Okay, he got injured. They dropped from the one seed to like the ten seed. Okay, fine. But what do you expect when your best player is out? You're going to get worse. Like that's just how it works. You're not expecting to stay the one seed with. Kyrie Irving playing half the games, Kevin Durant being out, and James Harden getting traded. Like, you're not going to be the one seed. That's just unrealistic. So, like, I feel like he's way too pessimistic about his situation. But the, but they dropped all the way to the play. They, they, they almost got out of the play, and they were the 10 seed at one point. Yeah, but, like, I don't know. You can't really expect so much out of a bunch of guys who are there to compliment you. They're not going to hey, leave. He's impatient. He's impatient. He's being yeah. a yeah. bit of a yeah. prima donna. He wants a situation that's strictly, I like. I understand he's going to want to benefit, like a situation that benefits him, but he's not willing to wait for it. And they finally put the pieces together, and this was probably going to be the year where things fell into place. And yeah, no, I guess he wasn't really willing to wait. He wants to follow the money, and then he's going to bring Kyrie with him. I mean, yeah. he, he set up the situation himself. He got Kyrie. I, I already <laughs> said this, but like he he got Kyrie. He got. Harden. I mean, they they're consulting him on all their moves. Um, I don't I don't know like what what his thing about oh the Nets haven't. He's definitely thinking like oh the Nets have set me up for failure or something. But no, <laughs> like 2020, you were injured the whole year. You know we understand. Okay, that's fine. 2021 again, Kyrie gets injured. 2020 this year, you were get injured. We dropped. They had to play Celtics. Celtics made it. Finals like the Celtics weren't like some chump team that they lost to. The Celtics made it to the finals. They beat Miami. They beat the Bucks. Like they're they're not like some some pushover team. So yeah. And and the thing is, the Nets are only going to get better um, if he stays. But I I, they I have think Kyrie, that, they had Ben Simmons. But I think that KD like he wants to go to a team that like if he if he I mean 
I think I, there's five teams like I like Bleacher Report posted. There's five teams that he wants to go to. I mean, he the main are Phoenix and Miami, and then the three the the three teams that are on the side are like Memphis, Portland, or Toronto. And the thing is, like, I think he wants to go to a team to where if he is injured, then that team can like take care of business and actually win games. To where if he plays, they're just dominating. I mean, I think Phoenix is just like like. Booker re-signed, in my opinion, I think it's he's not going to Phoenix. Like, Booker re-signed on a four-year deal. Brooklyn wants Booker for Durant, I mean, in that deal. And I don't think yeah. that – I don't think that – the like, if I was in SGM, I wouldn't want, like, Cam Johnson, Aiden, and, like, Mikhail Bridges there. Um, but then there's – I mean, there are a bunch of scenarios. I mean, I if you guys want to I, – I, I'll read them out. If you guys want to jump in, jump in. But um, I just said the Suns, I mean, KD. I mean, his other first choice is Miami for Kyle Lowry, Tyro Hero, Nikola Jovic, who was their um, first round pick in the draft and then three more first round picks. So if that would happen, then they w- the, the starting lineup, in my opinion, would be like, I don't know, like Game Vincent, like Jimmy Butler, Bam, Kevin Durant. I don't know. I think that their whole that team's winning a be- championship. Like Kevin Durant, Jimmy Butler and Bam Adebayo are in your starting lineup. Like nobody's beating yeah. you I mean, outside of maybe the Warriors. I think yeah, they wanted they, Bam. I think they wanted Bam from the Heat. If oh, he was maybe. I mean, I could be wrong, but like then there's KD Memphis. There's you could have KD and Ja. Yeah, KD and Ja, or like KD and Damian Lillard, or KD and Fred Van Vliet. Yeah, like I mean, that's what Booch Report put. These KD deals, and Jaden Ivey and Kate Cunningham. <laughs> these, but these deals that I posted, those are the ones that Booch Report posted that are most likely to happen. So you never know. Like anything can happen with KD. I mean, he could be playing for the Magic. He could be playing for the, I don't know, like the like the Warriors or something. I mean, I, I mean, I like I like like this every single year. Like the big guy who gets traded, like two, one to two weeks before the trade, you already know what team he's going to. Like even KD when he got traded to Brooklyn, he's like, okay, New York and Brooklyn are, are KD's main destinations. But here they're saying like Phoenix. If Booker is included, but Booker just re-signed Miami, no one's really seeming too um, skeptical. Um, then they have like all these other teams. So, in my yeah, opinion, we, I, we, we don't yeah. really know where he's going to end up uh, right no now. Clue. I would say like there's like there's like six teams that probably have an equal chance. I, I think, think if, I think th- th- at this point, it's who has the best deal for him. No, if I'm the Nets, I'm asking like for a significant overpay. Like yeah. I'm asking for your star player, your all NBA guy, a bunch of picks role play. I want like extreme compensation. I'm not trying to get like Chris. I want I, like, whole team. No, exactly. <laughs> like if I, if I'm, if, if Katie wants to go to LA, bro, give me LeBron. I'll take LeBron for Katie. We'll just do the swap. Simple. Katie mm. wants to go to Phoenix. Give me Booker. Katie wants yeah. to go to Miami. Give me Jimmy Butler. And you don't throw Bam out of bio too. Just give me everything. I don't care. Like go to Toronto, get Siakam, and then we have a good team. <laughs> right, that would be a scam. I would. I want Siakam. I want OG. I want like four first round picks. I want everything. Yeah, that's like, that's the that, that's the deal. Yeah, K, OG Gary Trent four first four future first round picks, three pick swaps. Yeah, like that's like a whole thing. Because like, here's the thing: Kevin Durant at his best is like a top two player, if not the best player in the world. And I, I don't think there's been a situation like this in a long time. I don't even remember if there ever has been where like the best player on in the world 
or one of the best, probably top three when not when healthy, has just like is willing to be traded. Like we've never had LeBron or Steph had to be traded like this. Um, oh, LeBron, you know. yeah. Um, LeBron's kind of done his own thing in free agency. Steph stayed with the Warriors. Well, LeBron's, so Le- 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 LeBron's a player and a GM, so like yeah. So I think I'm asking for a lot. I could send him anywhere. Like I, I could think of like ten. I could send him Phoenix, L.A., Toronto, um, Toronto, <laughs> Warriors, Miami. The Hornets. I, I could send him any. Send him to the Celtics. Give me Jalen Brown. Give me a bunch of picks. Like, give me any. Like, so I'm all I want in return as an S fan is I want compensation, and I, I just never want to think about KD again. Like, that's that's all. Are you just like a Nets and a Lakers fan at this point? Well, I'm I'm going to well, LA, LeBron. So I'm going to be the Lakers fan. <laughs> yeah. Or maybe no, should, no, maybe maybe a Clippers fan. Clippers. Nah, we can't be a Clippers. Fan. Clippers you know, movie. the Clippers. They're. John Wall resigned for sixteen point like five million or something with the Clippers for two he, years. He, he didn't resign. He signed. Yeah, he signed. You know, you know what I mean. That one for was two weird. Two years. That, that one, was, one weird. was weird. That was weird. Like you can't tell me that. Like it's, it's like just so weird random. because John Wall hasn't been on the court for so many years. Like, I don't even That's know what he is anymore. <laughs> like like what yeah. is John Wall? Like how I don't know what his level is or anything. Exactly. What John Wall are you getting? You're not getting prime John Wall, but I guess even if you get like, you know, three quarters of prime John Wall, you're getting at least a role player. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, yeah, I, I agree with you in that like eight million a year. If you're getting if you're getting like semi all star John Wall for eight million, that is a that is a steal. I mean, he's literally getting the same exact money as Bruce Brown Jr. <laughs> and, and that guy was like and, and uh, John Wall was an all, all NBA all star player like 2019. Um, so. It's it's yeah. like almost it's Patty Mills money is what it is. Yeah. yeah. I mean I mean Patty, I don't know why Patty Mills. I mean, actually he did resign. I mean, the, the Nets for next year. I mean, going back to the Nets, just the one last question I wanted to ask about the Nets, like like what are your like the the is the big three actually like a big failure? In my opinion, I think it is. But there are reports that like KD and Kyrie want to play together, but somewhere else. And I don't know where that is. Bro. <laughs> I mean, no the Lakers, clue. Kyrie wants the Lakers. And Dude, the, 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 the Lakers are a retirement home at this point. Like, actually, like, no joke. Like, last year, like, it, like, it's not a joke anymore. Like, they're actually going to become, like, they're going to become like their retirement home. Like, they're going to have a retirement home in LA next to the practice facility with like everyone when they retire and all the old guys. Like, it's, 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 it's done. <laughs> LA is only interesting in um is is only in Kyrie. LA yeah. is interesting. So they're not gonna they're not gonna get the package deal. They're not gonna go for both. They're only gonna go for yeah. Kyrie. I mean, who would they trade for Kyrie even? Westbrook. I mean, they just <laughs> Yeah. I mean, I don't I, if I was the Nets, <laughs> I would not want Westbrook. But like I, I mean the late the, the Lakers just got Toscano Anderson from the Warriors. Bro, I mean, you're not trading got, him. Like I'm yeah. My Wait, what final... Yeah, what are you saying? <laughs> Hold on. Nothing. I think there's a bit of a <laughs> there's a bit of a mis miscommunication. What's up? Who's who is the last to who's the last to speak? You're gonna say something about Westbrook? Oh yeah, I'm not too I, I don't see too much value in Westbrook anymore. Yeah, I don't think there's, there's I don't, an, I don't, I don't think, think there's an equivalent. Nobody does. 
Nobody does it for like LeBron. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, um, but, I don't. Yeah. I don't even know like what team Westbrook would go to. Like, I literally cannot think of any team that would want Westbrook for I, any reason. Maybe, maybe the Magic would want Westbrook. <laughs> I mean, no. Like any re- okay. Here's the thing. Yeah, any contending team, any contending team is not going to take Westbrook. Any rebuilding team would not want Westbrook because they want their they want to play their young players. Send him to the G League. <laughs> so like sending, they should send him to like the Jazz. Or like some team that's like in the middle, like that's gonna Mitchell, be like Mitch, Mitchell, level. Mitchell, Mitchell for for Westbrook, then Kyrie for Mitchell. <laughs> that would be that would be that would be cool, yeah. But like, I mean, I think I mean, there's a lot of more, there's a lot more traits. I mean, the Lakers are just. I think something that surprised me before we go on to like some big more bigger deals like Jalen Brunson and PJ Tucker, like we have like. The Warriors. Something. I mean, I don't know what you guys thought about it. I don't know if you guys even saw it because it wasn't. It's not. They weren't big, but the Warriors are trading their entire bench away. You have Gary Payton the second to the Blazers, Toscano to the Lakers. You have the legend Otto Porter Jr. He's traded to the championship city itself, to the Toronto Raptors. And you know, I. But and also, like, I'm kind of confused why the Warriors would trade Gary Payton Jr. And honestly, all three of those He was a free players, agent. He just he just signed. He did, he, would, he wasn't traded. Oh. Uh, they all really just signed because yeah, he was a UFA. Yeah. All um basically what happened is all, they just won a championship. The role players on a championship team, so teams want to give them big money, and the Warriors probably could yeah because that's they, that's logical. Yeah, that's logical. I mean, it's like He's, whatever. Because the Warriors want the Warriors want all those good players again for another year. And I mean, yeah, at this point the Warriors might get might get KD, so like I don't even know. They're not getting KD. Like I mean Wiggins and like yeah. I don't know Wiggins and something. And so you would have you you would have like Wiggins instead of like Pachulia for their big team when KD was there. That'd be like you had like Curry, Tom. No, but they would pro- no, but there's no way they would not include like somebody big in that trade. You know what? Trade, uh, trade, trade Draymond. Yeah, <laughs> trade Jim. Yeah, trade Draymond to uh, yeah. That the is, Nets. Give give yeah, us Kd. Kd. So Wiggins and Draymond for Kd. Give us. Are you a, a, are, you, are you a are you a bandwagon now? I'm a Nets fan. Oh, like, uh, I'm a Nets fan. Okay, okay. Give us Draymond. I'll take Draymond. I love Draymond. Okay. Yeah, actually, that'd be kind of funny. If Draymond was there. He would, if Draymond he would be, got traded off the Warriors, you you would not hear the end of it on his podcast. Like all he would be talking about <laughs> was how he got traded. <laughs> yeah, he would. He he would just like quit basketball and just go full time. His podcast. Him and Shannon. Oh my God, going at it. <laughs> he had like a live show with JJ Redick in New York. <laughs> that was funny. Yeah. The- but speaking of New York, yeah, that's kind of smooth. But like J- Jalen Brunson is in the new it's science. He's he's officially in the garden. He is he the missing puzzle piece. I mean, signed a big deal for <laughs> four year, 104 million dollars. Um, and then you have Brunson Barrett Randall. I mean, there's speculation that Donovan Mitchell could go there. Like, could is could could the Knicks have the potential to like be good next year? Like make the playoffs? No, yes. No, okay. <laughs> I mean, you feel like you say it every year. I mean, they did yeah. they did resign Mitchell Robinson, which I like. I like Mitchell Robinson. Yeah, a lot. I like that too. Um, yeah. 
but you kind of start saying that every year. It's like they're putting pieces together and they didn't make any sort of splash signings like they, you know, all this speculation with KD a couple of years ago, but they're building up with pieces that, you know, aren't going to be nearly as known, but they're investing their money in, you know, younger pieces that maybe like, I think they're playing a bit more of a long game this time. I mean, Brunson's 26. I think it might have been a bit of an overpay, but, you know what, if they wanted their guy, they were going to throw some money at him. And that's what they did. And I think he's going to be at least at least a quality starter for the next for those four years. I don't know if if he's going to necessarily develop into, you know, a star. But I mean, would you rather have, you know, like four stars with Brunson, Barrett? Um, what's his name? Who's the third? Randall. 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 Or would you have like one superstar and you know a handful of it's it's just like it's a bit of a pick and choose. And I feel like they're going for the more well-rounded option. And I don't frankly, I don't mind it. But like I would like I was saying, maybe they cut could have cut off a little bit of the funds. I don't think 26 million a year is necessarily the right number. Yeah, for a guy, for a guy who's never been an all-star or like I, don't know. I was going to say, the only taste I really got of Jalen Brunson last year was when Luka got injured. He did fill in quite nicely, but that was yeah. a bit of a small sample size. And his contract did end up setting the precedent for a bunch of and other young guards. You look at the $100 million that they Portland gave to Anthony Simons and the yeah. $90 million that OKC gave to Lou Dort. It's like, you know, yeah. he did. His contract was good pretty much for the rest of the league and the rest of those young point guards. But, like, you know... That's pretty much in terms of what it did for the Knicks. It's we'll have to wait and see. Yeah, I don't think a, I don't think a Randall led team is going to ever get. Yeah, that's that's not going past anywhere. like the second round uh, in the playoffs. Because so, because um, Randall was just like I mean he had that one season where he played amazing in 2021, but even when they went to the playoffs, they have like minimal. They have like very very little experience. So they're not going to go far. They lost to the Hawks in five. And even the Hawks, I mean, the Hawks are now, like, a really dangerous team, which we'll get in a second. But, like, yeah, the Knicks are just – they're one of those questionable teams where you have no clue. They could either, like – in my opinion, they're not going to be above, like, the 10 or 9 seed. I mean, I think at best they would be in the playing tournament. Um, yeah. But with the Hawks, I mean – I'll put, the like, I'll put him at like eight. Yeah, nine or eight, but definitely playing. That's what I think. But, I mean, go, moving on to the Hawks, I mean, the Hawks are very dangerous next year. They, they, they definitely won this trade. I don't know what the Spurs were thinking, but um, the Spurs traded their all-star. So now there's a new, I guess, duo or trio. There's young, Trey Young and DeJounte Murray or Young, Collins, and Murray. I mean – in my opinion, this team is going to be one of the most dangerous teams next year. I mean, they could definitely make a good run to like the second round. Um, I mean, it's too early to tell, obviously, but that's what I think. Um, and they have DeAndre Hunter. They kept a lot of their players. They traded away to New Golinari, but I think Murray fills in just fine. You still have, you know, Murray Collins Young. You still have DeAndre Hunter, Clint Capella, Bogdanovich. They did trade away Kevin Hoyer or Herder, whatever you want to, however you want to say it. Uh, what do you guys think? What do you guys think about the future? Is this team going to be like the new dangerous team in the Eastern Conference? I would think so. I mean, 
look, I mean, when you put together, they pretty much did what a little bit of what the Pistons did. Now they have two lethal guards. DeJounte Murray has gotten better every single year he's been in the league. You can look at the numbers. And I feel like he is going to reach probably all NBA level if he keeps up at this kind of pace. You've got Trey Young, which I think a lot of people kind of disrespect a little bit. I feel like he is pretty much a guy that can score as well at, at will at this point. He's going to only get better. And they've got very solid guys up front, Clint Capella, and they're still getting more young talent with Keegan Murray. Whether or not he pans out, we'll have to see. But I think that not only have they acquired, you know, the building blocks to a really dangerous, possibly championship team, but now that they've they've also insured themselves and given themselves a backup plan for the future as well. And I think they've done exactly what a lot of, you know, up and coming teams that are ready to make a statement should be doing. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're going to, they're doing the right things. Uh, I think on San Antonio side, they, uh, they just waved Danilo Gallinari. I think they're going free full rebuild, rebuild oh. mode. Yeah. Um, that's, that's, it's, it's good for them because it's, I think it's fine that what they're yeah. doing there too. They, they know what they're doing. They'll, they'll get back. They'll probably get like a top three pick next year. You know, and uh, they'll, they'll totally do something. It's they like, sorry. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. It's like, are they going to rebuild kind of like is once Pop leaves, is it going to be like a full rebuild from top to bottom? It's going to be interesting. It's like Pop cleaning house and then putting in an air. <laughs> yeah, that'd be... That'd no, be pretty funny. interesting because he does. He has. Uh, he has GM input. Like Pop. Pop is part of their uh, executive uh, staff. I guess I would say. Like he. He makes yeah. decisions. He was definitely um, in on the Dejounte Murray trade. Um, so I don't know. It's kind of a, San Antonio is an interesting one. Um, yeah, but then. But, yeah, but then one last deal. I mean, I feel like this team always gets some like decent player. I mean, the Sixers. Um, the last, I guess. Big deal of the first 21 and a half hours of free agency. I mean, PJ Tucker is to the Sixers. I mean, the Sixers are looking nice. I, th- I mean, Danny Green does have a torn ACL, so don't forget that. I feel like a lot of people are forgetting that. So the Sixers def- are obviously at a disadvantage because Danny Green is one of one of their, if not their best, three-point shooter. So pro- they're, I mean, my opinion, like their starting lineup next year would be like Maxi. Harden, Tobias Harris, PJ Tucker, and then B, and then you have all these guys going off the bench. Um, so I think you know Sixers made a big move. PJ Tucker can shoot threes. I mean, I've seen it. I mean, he can shoot the corner three very well. So if um, you know they can run some offensive drills there, I mean, he can. He has that you know, Philly mentality. That's what yeah. someone told me. Um, yeah, I was he talking has, to them about that. <laughs> yeah, may, maybe John will. Yeah, but um, but he has that corner three ability. So. I, I think Bro, it's a good deal. 37. I thought he was closer to like, I thought he was closer to early 30s. He's 37. Yeah, he's old. He's finishing his career. He wants, he's trying to do a, like a ring. He's trying to get a ring or something like that. Well, he already got yeah. one with the Bucks, but. Yeah, so maybe not. He's doing, well, he's doing the tour of every, every contender in the East, basically. Yeah, maybe he's going to go to like, I don't know. Some, the like, Bucks, Miami. Now he's going to go to the Sixers. Now he's, now he's going to go to like the. Like the Hawks. <laughs> you know what would be insane? I actually forgot to talk about this. Just on, kind of on the Sixers. One last yeah. thing before we wrap yeah. this podcast up. KD to the Sixers would be crazy. And being <laughs> KD would be. Were, yeah. They're that Because the thing is, the Sixers have so many good forwards. They have so many good forwards. They would trade no, away. Trade, like... No, they would, they would have to trade. Trade Harris. Trade PJ Tucker. Trade Max yeah. and Jimmy KD. 
my whoa, god, Maxi, Maxi, whoa, 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 <laughs> not trade Maxi. They're not trading Maxi. Trade Harris. Trade Tucker. Trade and beat. No, I'm kidding. But trade, trade Harris and. Oh Tucker. wait, trade Harden. Get rid of Harden, bro. We don't need to. <laughs> trade it back to the Nets. <laughs> That's <laughs> that'd be funny. Harden and Irving without KD. Yeah, then you'll have Maxi, KD, and Embiid, and uh, like that's leading you to a championship. Like, there's no way that's it. not. Yeah. Like, unless yeah. unless there's injuries, that that team is too lethal to. Oh yeah, to injuries stop. would be bad. That'd be funny. Like KD signs, and then KD gets injured like the first week of the season. <laughs> then they're just going downhill from there. No, I don't. I don't know. KD. KD has been very injury prone over the past few years, so that is actually a thing that all these teams have to have to consider Worry about it, yeah. when they trade for him. Like, okay, yes, you're giving, you're getting the best player in the world, but will he even be there for the full season? Will he be there for the playoffs? That's another huge question. Um, but that's going to be probably answered in the next few weeks. When that comes up, I'm going to, if, if the Nets trade him and the, and the deal is bad, I'm going to be absolutely fuming and I, I might just not be a Nets fan anymore, but we'll see. Uh, definitely a very, very good podcast. Lots of stuff went on. Wait, we forgot one contract. Bull Bull. Two years with the magic. Bull Bull's back. <laughs> I love Bull. Let's go. Let's go. Bull Bull's <laughs> back. <laughs> All right. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Make sure you subscribe on YouTube. Follow us on Instagram. We're now views from the sideline. Thank you very much, Mitch, for coming on. And we will see you guys next time.